Hey, my name is Melinda Russell, and I am obsessed with telling the stories of women involved in motorsport, young and older, from all walks of life, currently involved in a wide range of roles or sharing their stories from the past. I'm a wife, mother of four adult children, and a mamma of 16. In 2017, I was searching social media for a group dedicated to women in motorsports. When I didn't find what I was looking for, I posted a message to a few racing pages to see if any women would like to connect with me. And now I have thousands of women and men who are part of the Women's Motorsports Network. As crew chief of the only media company dedicated to women in motorsports, I work from wherever my travels take me, publishing this podcast, the Women's Motorsports Network News Online Magazine, and Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show. You will hear from women who share their stories from the grid of life, how they manage the messy and memorable moments of family, work, and racing. You will hear their tried and true secrets of success and many other topics like friendships, family, hardships, and heroes that women deal with to balance the seasons of life. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a seat, make sure you are comfy, and get ready to be inspired and encouraged from the stories on the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that strokes your engine, anything from truck parts to classic and muscle cars, RVs to hot rods, and everything in between, then check out our official classifieds at racingjunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance marketplace, the ultimate one-stop shop where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. If it belongs in your garage, it's for sale on RacingJunk.com. Log on to RacingJunk.com to find the gear you're looking for, sell your extra stuff, keep up on racing news and tech tips, and more. Again, that's RacingJunk.com. Hello, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with the Women's Motorsports Network. And I'm here today with someone I've known for a few years. And she lives not too far down the road, maybe an hour or so away from Kalamazoo. And so I I followed Leah Dibble and her husband, Tim, for quite a number of years, been to the track several times. And uh, I wanted to have Leah on because she and her husband, Tim, own the Hartford Speedway in Hartford, Michigan. And, you know, sometimes the people that are closest to us or live closest to us, Leah, I don't even think about interviewing. And so I've had you on my list to call. We finally could connect today. And so I wanted to have you on so you could share about um, what you do and, and about Hartford Speedway. But first, would you tell us just a little bit about yourself, your family, whatever you're comfortable sharing? Sure. Um, Tim and I have been married for 13 years. Um, We live in Hartford. We have a 12-year-old son, Timmy, who um, is the only child at home. Tim has uh, two older daughters, Jessica and Sam. Um, That's pretty much it. Timmy keeps me pretty busy. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so, You've been married for 13 years. Did you, um, how did, how did you meet your husband? Was it at the racetrack or? 
How did you get involved in racing? Well, we actually went to high school together. We weren't friends or anything, but we went to school together. Um, I was always interested in, uh, I did demolition derbies when I was in my 30s, I think it was. And um, my mom had done them when I was a little girl. And Tim had done some derbies too. And then he did some um, asphalt racing when he was younger. Um, so I guess we both, we both enjoyed the doing demolition derbies. Okay. And so you knew each other in high school, but you didn't really hang out together. So you reconnected later in life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then how did you get your arm twisted to buy a racetrack? Who did that? <laughs> and who, who was the one that said, Hey honey, let's buy a racetrack. Well, I'll give you one guess. It wasn't me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Tim raced at Hartford for a handful of years and loved it. We enjoyed going there and everything. And he was just, he had it in his head that he wanted to own Hartford Speedway. And he wouldn't give it a rest until that happened. Okay. And so <laughs> he just wore you down. Finally, you just said, if I can't beat him, I'm going to join him. And so what year did you buy the Speedway? Uh, we bought it in 2014. Okay. So 10 years now. This will be your 10th year. Uh, this is our 11th season, actually. But Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I know you have uh, great races at Hartford. I've been there several times. Thank you. Um, it's, uh, it's a good location. It's right off the highway, not far. And so um, let's talk a little bit about the speedway, what kind of races you have. And then I know you said you just put out your schedule. So why don't you share about what's coming up at Hartford and maybe give us a little history, you know, um, how long has it been there? Who owned it before you, anything that you know, or that you want to share? Well, the Bordens owned it before us. That's who we bought the track from. It's been there since the fifties, I believe. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it's been there quite a long time and changed many hands. And I believe we're the longest owners that have had the track going into our 11th season. Yeah. Um, so this year, like our biggest show that we have, uh, on a Wednesday, July 10th, we have the Summer Nationals, um, also known as the Hell Tour. That's the only night that you will see late models at Hartford this season. Um, late Models, Mods, and Super Troopers we'll have there. And then our, we're going to have a couple Enduros this year at the track, too. We're going to try that out. And that will be the first one of those. will be Saturday, May 4th. Okay. And then we also we have two more Enduros at the track this year. Andy Jack from the Midwest Compact Series, uh -huh. who is always a pleasure to work with. Yes, he's one of my better, he's one of my best friends. <laughs> love, love him, I love him. Uh, he is going to be leasing the track from us Friday, June 28th, and he will have an enduro at his Midwest show. And then also Saturday, September 21st, he will be having another enduro with his Midwest show at the track. Um, okay. So enduro's kind of, let's, let's talk about that for just a second. <clears throat> when I first started really, really watching racing here in Kalamazoo, 
um, after I moved here in 1999 and, and uh, my younger girls, you know, were not into racing. And, and so when I got back into racing and went to Kalamazoo Speedway, Enduros were hot. They were the mm -hmm. big thing. And then now, you know, in the last several years, you don't see them really. What, what happened there? Is it just something that phased out or, but now we're going to try it again because I loved watching Enduros. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. I think we had been to them at Kalamazoo before too. And I think Tim had partic participated in a couple of them there also. Um, I think they've just kind of phased out a little bit. Maybe hard to find some of the bigger cars um, to run them. And, um, but we're going to try our hand this year. People ask for them a lot. So we're going to try and see. And Andy usually gets quite a few yeah. of the cars when he does it. So we're going to try it and see. That's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so what, what other, what else could we expect? What would be a normal night of racing at Hartford? And then I know you always have some other shows too, like you just mentioned. Um, a normal night for us, we have modifieds, our super trooper class, which is the crown Vic class that we added last year. And then our cyber stocks, the front wheel drive cars. Um, those are on our, Typically every week we have those. Um, and then we also have a lot of uh, sprint car nights, the GLSS sprint car series. Yeah. Um, they're coming, I think it's four times, three times, three times. And then we have the GLTS non-wing sprints too, uh, one of the, a different night. Um, our crowd really likes these sprint cars. Mm -hmm. So we try to have, have those a lot at the track. Yeah. Because there's not really... <clears throat> there's not really a lot of places close and I'm going to say within an hour of Kalamazoo, let's say, okay. Right. There's really not any place that really has sprint cars on a consistent basis or even fairly consistent. Is there, or am I missing something? Butler has them. That's probably the closest track that has uh, sprint cars, I believe on a weekly basis. Yeah. And that would be a ways yeah you know, yeah to go from especially from hartford even more you know and from kalamazoo so um yeah i've been i've been there when you've had your sprint cars and you know i never thought i was a sprint car fan until i really started following and jason seltzer really got me kind of interested because i would i follow him and he's a you know sprint car crazy person and so <laughs> i started following him and then i got to know some of the names and of course you know there's a lot of young women now that are in sprint cars and so um i've gotten to be a big fan of those for sure and i i know the the crowds when you have sprint cars are pretty big yeah they our fans really enjoy them a lot so yeah yeah so any any other big shows you've got kept going on I know last year, didn't you have Travis Pastrana there? Yes, thank you. We, Andy Jack, for the Midwest show, um, the Friday, June 28th show, he is having Travis Pastrana there in Jim York. So that'll okay. be super exciting. Yeah. Um, and then we also have three Night of Destructions, which our crowds absolutely love. I know. Um, People those love seeing... People love seeing stuff get torn up, don't they? 
Yes, yes, they do. They love that and um, thankful for those because those help to keep the track going for sure. Yeah, I so. think that's true of pretty much oh. every track, especially in the Midwest. Most Midwest tracks have one or two nights of destruction or a big Fourth of July race or something that really does keep the bottom line, hopefully in the black. Um, and then if you have some nights that aren't quite as good, it, it, it helps balance out because Leah, let's be honest, it's tough owning a racetrack, right? Yeah, you definitely need to add the other, the other events. Um, we're also having a monster truck show this year. It's a show that we are putting on ourselves. Um, that's going to be Saturday, June 22nd, all monster trucks. So we're kind of excited about that. Our crowd yeah. also, they really like the monster trucks too. Um, so where will those trucks come from? You say you're putting it on yourself. Um, all over Michigan, I believe maybe some from Ohio, uh, okay. Wisconsin, Wisconsin too. So you just let, get the word out that you're having it. And then people who have a monster truck, they're going to come and be part of the show. Yeah. Well, we, we contact them and a friend of ours is helping, helping put the show on. So he'll, okay. to, yep. The guys that he knows and. Yeah, yeah it'll, it's going to be a lot of fun. And that'll be a big show, too, because it's something different. And that yeah, draws yeah. that draws your crowd. So, you know, if it, if you're like any other track, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have your regulars that never miss. Mm -hmm. And then you have people that come for the bigger shows and yep. fill, the, fill the gaps in the seats, right? And so yes. the monster trucks and the sprint cars and the enduros those are the shows that help you keep that grandstand full and keep things going yep yep yeah for sure so what is your main job as a co-owner of hartford speedway are you looking at tim <laughs> yeah, I am. so tim, what is her main job <laughs> we we always everything we always joke about this because i always say i'm this side of the fence and he is that side uh-huh and we're opposite but he does what he wants primarily with the drivers and the trap prep and and all that that's his job yeah and then my job is to entertain the race fans and run the social media and um the food and the concessions and I, and all that so i'm i'm the fun person and he's the you know the race side of it yeah so you know i think that's pretty much how it normally goes you know one person couldn't begin to do all of that and even when you say, you know, what he's doing on one side of the track, fans, and you're doing on the other, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of racetracks have a social media person. They have a, a somebody that's in charge of the concessions or they, you know, um, have somebody come in and do it. So for to be in charge of all of those things is a full time job. And then for Tim, keeping the track in good shape, you know, making sure the drivers are happy if uh, mm -hmm. if if that's ever possible but you know and then he can also be the bad guy can't he when you know he, he's got to say yeah that's not we're not doing that at this track and those kind of things and so right um you know it looks really fun from the outside looking in to own a racetrack but i know there's challenges 
what are some of the challenges that you guys face, you and Tim? Um, so it, it, it is honestly really fun, um, for the most part, but you can't please everybody. Um, I would say, honestly, the biggest challenge over the years is just simply getting people there. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll run into people that they don't even know that it's there, that Hartford Speedway yeah. exists or what it is. Um, yeah. So just simply getting getting people there, thinking of new things, new ways to get people there and entertain them. And yeah, like I said, night of destruction, people want to see things get torn up. They want to have fun. They love our, our fireworks, which is on a Wednesday this year, by the way. Our yeah. fireworks are always pretty good. So people love to come to that. But to actually watch the racing mm-hmm. is a challenge to get people there to come enjoy some good racing. And it's always good racing there. Yeah. You know, in the in the world we live in, um, people want to be entertained mm-hmm. more so than just the race. So I can remember, I'm going to date myself, Leah, back in the 70s, early 80s. No, the 70s is when I really got introduced to racing in Quincy, Illinois. I lived in Illinois. And there, I don't remember ever there was... Night of Destruction or Monster Trucks or anything other than Mm-mm. the racing that they normally had at that track. Okay. And I went there on, and it was on Sunday nights, which, you know, I live 45 minutes from that track. So taking my family, my kids there on a Sunday night, and then you're not home till 10 o'clock or later, you know, that wasn't ideal either. Right. Right. But, um, but that's what we did because we loved racing and we had friends that raced some guys that my husband at that, not my current husband, my first husband worked with, that's where they raced. And so we went and watched the racing. I never went there expecting to be entertained by anything other than the races on the track. And I was fine with that. But in the, the where we are now, even some racetracks don't want to be called a racetrack. They want to be called the Hartford Entertainment Facility. Okay. And so <laughs> things have changed. Social media is part of that, you know, because really they have so many options. People have so many options of where they can go on a Saturday night and spend their money. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So what. Do you what do you do to try to get people to the track? Other than I know the shows, the bigger shows. Um, we one of the things like we let people bring their own coolers. We don't allow outside food, but we let you bring your own coolers um, with alcohol. I think a lot of tracks don't allow that. We uh, we still allow that. Yeah. Um, we have like a playground there for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the fun stuff we have. Like we have a kids club, um, yeah. that if you, you get your wristband at the ticket booth and you go up to the kids corner concession stand and, uh, get a free prize. Like sometimes it's a glow necklace, candy, whatever. Yeah. Um, we, so we, tr- we try to do things to keep like the families involved and to make it affordable for yes. people to come. Um, we have a couple other things that we're working on this year to try to get our drivers involved. Um, we like our local drivers are some of the best guys ever to try to get them involved, 
to make things a little more fun um, to reach the person that might not always want to come out to watch the races. Yeah. Now I'm sure you have autograph night. Yeah, we do. Thank you for that. Yeah, we don't, we don't have it set yet. Um, okay. In the last couple of years, we've picked a night that we've had the sprint cars there and they're always good about joining in on that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. We have that one year. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what else do we have? I don't know. It's fun. We have a, we have a, a great atmosphere. I, yes. Um, and and your, your bleachers are quite different. Yes. They are super comfy, made of concrete, which we cannot take credit for, but, um, and we just always encourage people to bring a blanket or a, yeah. a seat cushion or something. There's plenty of room. People and bring their pretty, lawn chairs and sit up at the top. Yep. Yep. People can bring their chairs and sit at the top and yeah. Um, we have a couple, we have sky boxes. Those are usually like rented by the season, the same as the, the seats, but we try to be accommodating or people need extra help. We have the golf carts to get them up the hill or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, um, I've been to a lot of racetracks as I'm sure you have too, Leah. And, you know, honestly, Hartford is one of the more um, comfortable, I guess you could say, or more, you know, it's a pleasure to go there. I know that I'm going to be able to find a seat that I'm going to be able to see yeah. really well yep. from wherever I sit. It doesn't matter. The racing is always good. The show goes well. There's not a lot of dragging around time in between. I mean, um, you know, that that's something that I really look at as far as how a track is run is how much, you know, time is wasted in between. Um, and you're always seem like when I've been there, you're, you're just on it. You know, Tim is doing a good job. As soon as the race is done, we're ready to go for the, for the next one. And so, you know, that's important, especially for families because yeah. little kids, mm -hmm. there, there's a certain age that they're not as interested in the, in the racing. And you can't sit there for hours and hours on end and you don't want to leave there at 11 or 12 o'clock at night. So what time do your races start and about how long do they last? Uh, we start at 7.30. We switched that. I think it was last year. Um, used to be a little bit later, but we start at 7.30. And depending if we have the sprint cars or not, if we don't have them, we're usually done by 10. Mm -hmm. And if we do have the sprint cars, um, I would say like 11 at the latest. We try like to yeah. be done at, at 1030. And like you said, Tim, Tim and his crew, the track, the track prep um, yeah. crew that he has and the record drivers, our safety crew um, do an excellent job yeah. just keeping, keeping the show rolling. So like yeah. you said, you're not there. When I take my son somewhere, I don't, I don't want to be there all night you know right. you have your fun same with our night of destruction you, we start at six we're typically done before the fireworks if we have you know like yeah like three hours you know right four, four tops yeah um, you're yeah. having and your then, fun but you know for a, yeah and for a night of destruction and fireworks you know that's mm -hmm. a reasonable length of time for people yeah. to go and they they're, you know, excited for those fireworks for sure. I know that always brings a lot of people out. So, Leah, yeah. what's your favorite thing about being a racetrack owner or even just to be involved in motorsports? You know, you don't even, it doesn't even have to be as an owner. Maybe it's as a fan. Maybe it's 
whatever. What are your, what's your favorite thing or things to do? Um, I, I just enjoy, well, I enjoy the people, be it the race fans, the drivers, mm -hmm. our staff, our staff yeah. is amazing. I mean, not just Tim's guys, all my, my side too, but, um, I enjoy the people and like, it makes me happy to see, especially when people bring their little kids there and their kids are just having a great time enjoying themselves and they're comfortable and having fun. Um, be it a regular race night or night of destruction and monster trucks, just to be able to provide something fun to do. Yeah. And that's affordable. Um, in our community. Yeah. Like I, I really enjoy that and being able to give back to our community. Um, because Hartford's not a very big place. No, it's not. And so, you know, for you to provide an entertainment facility, which is really what it is, it's a, mm -hmm. you know, it's a speedway, it's a racetrack really kind of in the, I mean, what would be the closest What's the closest town to you, bigger town, where you could go to the movie or do something like that? Well, we do have a movie theater in Coloma, but, you know, Coloma's a tiny town, too. Yeah. Um, probably, I'm talking, probably, probably Kalamazoo. Yeah. So we're mm -hmm. talking an hour, right? About an hour? Mm, yeah, 45 minutes or so. 45 minutes to the racetrack mm -hmm. from one track to the next. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not just around the corner, right? Right. It's not right. 10 minutes away. And so for the people of that area down there, like you said, Coloma's a little town, mm -hmm. Hartford, Waterville, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. you know, down in your area, um, Decatur would be down in that area, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, have a facility where they could go for a reasonable price, take their family, take their snacks and their drinks, have a lot of fun. And like you said, for a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. that's that's a, a a lot of communities don't have that i talk right. to i talk to people that drive two three four hours just to go to a racetrack and yep. and it's sitting right in the backyard the problem that you have is letting people know you're there and what you're doing mm -hmm. would that be correct yeah and we do also something i forgot to mention and i kind of forget to promote this a lot too we always, it could be any single night we're racing, we always allow free camping. We do not have hookups. We don't have hookups, but people are more than welcome to camp any night we race for free. We never charge. And Well, that's a cool yeah. thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, let's just say the night of destruction, you know, somebody wants to come and pull their camper and spend the night there mm -hmm. and camp with their kids or whatever. Yep. That's a fun thing to do for sure. Mm -hmm. It just adds yep. to the experience if they can yeah. come and camp as well. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So what would you, I know Tim's still standing there, I bet. What would be <laughs> Tim's favorite thing to do? What's your favorite thing, Tim? He's being shy. I'm Hi, Tim. Hi. <laughs> I'm kind of a true blue race fan, so I really like when I can see three wide racing and sprint cars racing and slide jobs. And so just preparing the track and the facility to, to do that, you know what I mean? And I know, like you said earlier, the true blue race fan is getting harder and harder to get. So I try to keep the track and stuff the best as it can be. So to me, it, you know, it's, it's, 
cool when I can get at the end of the night and go, holy cow, that was the best racing we've seen here in a long time. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know fans are thinking that too. So that gives me, you know, that's, that's the best for me. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so, people, I mean, I do, people don't, I mean, I do all the lawnmowing, all the weed spray and all that stuff. So when people say, wow, just like you said, this is a beautiful facility. Well, that, yeah. you know, that's nice too, because, you know, I, I do all that stuff and people recognize it. So, you know, that gives me enjoyment too, you know. Well, and you take pride in keeping your place looking nice and welcoming. When when you walk into a track and there's weeds and and the wasp nests are under the bleachers, uh, you don't want to go back. But if you walk into a track and it's it's mowed, there's some flowers here, there's everything's looking good. It makes it welcoming and it makes you want to go back. And I think when I think about Hartford, I think about it being a small town track. But it's it's very like hometownish, uh, welcoming and friendly. That's kind of what I think of when I think of Hartford. <laughs> yep. We try to do upgrades every year. I mean, we don't have the unlimited budget that some tracks have, but we always are trying to make the bathrooms nicer and make this nicer. Yeah. So, you know, we're continually, like you said, pride. We take pride in the place, and we're trying to make it nicer every year. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Leah. Mm -hmm. what is what is something that i haven't asked you about either about the track the schedule anything at all what have we not talked about that we definitely should talk about anything you can think of tim sorry that's um, okay like i said probably the like our, our fireworks show which has racing too um, yeah. is is on we have the two Wednesday shows this year Wednesday July 3rd we have okay. our fireworks with the modified super troopers and cyber stocks okay um that's something out of the order I mean like something out of the ordinary so people, right and that's a big show yeah that's a big draw um and then like I said that Wednesday the Wednesday summer national tour July 10th which is Happens to be our anniversary, but anyway. Oh, well. Hey, where would you rather be than at the we, racetrack, right? It's not the first time we've been there on our anniversary. And it probably, well, I don't know. Is it probably won't be the last. We'll see. Probably not. Anyway. So my daughter, Brandy, uh, my daughter, Brandy, she, her birthday is October 9th. And it oh. invariably falls on, um, is that your birthday? Yeah. So it's also my husband's birthday. Isn't that the funniest oh. thing? Wow. But um, October 9th, and they're usually at Springport, that mid-Michigan, whatever that is, that Springport has. Yeah. And so she says, well, you know, laughingly, where would I rather be on my birthday? <laughs> right. You know, because yep. by then it's the end of the season, and she's probably a little burnt out from being at the racetrack and, and that. Yep. But yet, you know, where else would you rather be than there on your birthday yep. or your anniversary? So, yeah. when it When it's your passion... It doesn't even, there's no question about where you're going to be. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Yeah, yep. yeah, for sure. And Timmy, how does he like racing? Um, he prefers, of course, um, the United Destruction and the Monster Trucks. Okay. So, um, yeah. he used to come all the time when he was little to the racing, the actual weekly, but um, uh, pretty much he's there for United Destructions and Monster yeah. Trucks. So, yeah. yeah, because they grow up with it. And so it's like, hoo-ha, no big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, ex yeah, that's exactly. And that's what we always, 
try, like I'll say to Tim, okay, we have to, like I, you said weeds. Like I said, I take care of that side of the fence. I hate weeds. I hate that stands to be dirty. Like I take care of all that. Yeah. And I try to look at it. I'm walking in there and I try to look at like, I'm going to a track I've never been to. What do I, what am I going to notice? Probably stuff men wouldn't notice, but um, like you said, nice, clean paint and um, yeah, no weeds and yeah clean bathrooms and stuff like that so well absolutely because those those are the things you know as you know and i know um women are the fastest growing demographic in motorsports and you know it used to be maybe mostly guys at the track and now it's at least half if not more women Mm -hmm. that are there plus you have a lot of women that race there um, you know, you, you did at least, you know, I haven't kept up as well as I should have, but you did have several women that raced there. Yeah. And so, in- you know, they, they look at those things and it's yeah. like, do I want to keep going there and racing and walk through the weed? No. And so, um, more tracks need to take a lessons from that. And uh, first impressions are a big deal for sure. So right. Um, do you still have quite a few girls that race there or not as many? Uh, here and there, but not as many as we used to. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know the one year when I came down, that's been a few years ago, there were quite a number of girls yeah. that re- that were racing. But I know it kind of goes, it kind of goes in cycles. Yeah, we we get like a decent amount um, on Night of Destruction nights, actually. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. So. All right, Leah, where will we be able to find the schedule that we could print off or, um, you know, do you buy tickets ahead of time? You just buy them at the gate. How does all that stuff work? Um, Right now, the schedule is just on our Facebook page and it's actually Hartford Motor Speedway um, on Facebook. Um, It will be on our website shortly. It is not put up on there yet, but that is um, www.hartfordspeedway.net. Um, and tickets can only be purchased, um, at the facility, um, cash only, um, at the facility. We don't, we don't do any, um, resale tickets or or anything. So we're, we're cash only is good to know because Mm -hmm. in this day and age, I would have to watch from outside the fence because I do not carry cash. My family makes fun of me because I invariably have three dollars they'll be like do you have any cash yeah i have three dollars and so it's kind of a family joke right don't ask mom for any cash because she only ever carries about three dollars right right (laughs) so um so that's good to know because i would have to go to the bank and make sure that i could pay for my ticket to get in for sure i I try to always 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 put that out there on yeah every post just to remind people but yeah yeah Yep. And how much is it to get in? And I know the special um, shows are usually more, but on a regular night, what do you know? Uh, the regular, most of our nights are 20 because most of our nights we have uh, sprint cars, most of them. Okay. Uh, the most are 20. Opening night is 15. Um, fireworks night is 10 only. Um, the Summer Nationals, the Hell Tour, that will be 25. Okay. And the monster truck show will be 25. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. One of my last questions is what's the most popular food that you serve? 
definitely are, well, I was going to say definitely chicken strips. People like those a lot, but probably honestly are burgers. I think. Burgers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lots of burgers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Track food, but hey, nothing tastes better at a racetrack than a burger, you yep. know? And, yeah. Our hamburgers and... are probably our top seller for sure. Okay. Yep. All right. Anything else that we haven't talked about, Leah? I don't think so. Okay. No. Nope. Well, I apologize that I didn't do this last year or the year before, but hey, You're... perfect timing right now because it's right before the season. What's yep. what's your first race? When does when do you actually start racing? Well, we're having the enduro Saturday, May fourth. Okay. Um, so I'm counting that as our first race, but technical race night opening night is Friday, May 10th, which most of our races are Friday, but Friday, May 10th. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you race on Friday night, you got some Wednesday shows. So if, mm -hmm. uh, if you're out there and you want to go to a great track, have some, a great burger, take your blanket, sit on the concrete. I, um, and they're big, you know, I like that about them. You got a nice mm -hmm. area to sit. You're not crowded sitting next to somebody or squished in a seat yep. um, and the food's good. The people are good. And we just want to encourage everybody listening to support our local tracks because yeah, you know, we, we didn't talk about streaming, but um, you know, a lot of tracks do stream their races and, and they were worried that, you know, people wouldn't come. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think that, People are going to go if they want to go. And so whether it's streamed or not streamed, a true race fan is going to go to the track. And so, um, and I know you guys, I don't think do any kind of streaming. No, no, we, we don't. If, if like, I think when the summer nationals are there, I think they automatically, right. They do it. Yeah. 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 But as a rule, we, we don't. Yeah. And that's okay. Because you know what? Um, just go, go and support yeah. your track. And, and, uh, Leah, if I can ever do anything to Thank promote you. your races or what specials you have going on, all you have to do is send me an email and, and we'll get it out there for you because, um, we want our tracks to stay in business. And, uh, I know you guys do a great job and you, your heart's in it. And so Thank you. those are the kind of people that we want to support for sure. Thank you. And I appreciate yeah. your time and thank you for doing this and, Sure. You're welcome to come visit anytime. I I will be I'm there. Fine. I've been there about <laughs> once a year the last four years or so. So um, I don't always let you know. Sometimes it's just a spur of the moment and be like, hey, Mark, let's go to Hartford tonight. And so <laughs> we just right, right. get in the car and go. But um, thank you for that. And yeah, um, and yeah just uh, get on the website, get on their Facebook page. Hartford Motor Speedway is on Facebook. Yep. And then um, I hope you have a great season. I'm going to pray you. for good weather. That's Thank the you. only other thing that puts a damper if, <laughs> on yeah, things is, is the weather here. So we'll all be praying for good weather. And um, I hope you and Tim have a great season. And like I said, if you ever need anything that I can do to help you, let me know. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, have Leah. Thanks. Bye. Serafina Safety Apparel serves the needs of female industrial athletes with occupations in oil and gas, electrical and utilities, 
steel and welding, paper and pulp, mining, fire service, military and ballistics, and of course, motorsports. If you'd like to know more about Serafina Safety Apparel, call 800-946-0897 and ask for Kelly. Once again, that number is 800-946-0897. Thank you for listening to the Women's Motorsports Network podcast. Subscribe to my show and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you or someone you know would like to be featured in the Women's Motorsports Network news online magazine, this podcast or Let's Talk Racing Live, my social media show, contact me via Messenger on Facebook at Melinda Russell or send me an email at womensmotorsportsnetwork at gmail.com.